0: grace everybody if you're listening to this you are listening to part five of a series that I've been teaching on seeking the will of God you know this is one of the greatest messages that I've ever preached God has given me and I am so glad that God is just opening up my understanding and giving me a revelation you know the word of God says it like this that the words that I speak unto you, St. John six sixty three, they are spirit and they are life. And this is an hour and time now where people love everything but the Word of God. But it is the Word of God that declares, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall abide forever. I've been in the middle of a series entitled Seeking the Will of God, and I want to encourage you that if you haven't listened to part one, part two, part three, and part four, you need to get them and get them in your spirit, get an understanding. And of course, these podcasts are only a portion of the message, but you can go back and go to the website. Brian Karn, uh, I believe it's briancarn.org or briancarn.com or go to kccjax.org or .com. All the information that you need, you can dial the number, everything that you need so that you can be able to get this information because you need this and you can get the message in its entirety. But we've been teaching on seeking the will of God. And this one I want to entitle it, You Better Know Your Bible. I'm recognizing that a lot of people love God but have no clue what the word of God says. They they love God. They love to get in the presence of God. They love worship. And again, I believe in worshiping God and loving God and spending time with him and being intimate with him. But a lot of people who are in the household of faith, a relationship with the Lord, have no clue of what the Word of God says. And the minute you don't know what the Word of God says, you become a target to the enemy because you will accept everything. I talked about that a little bit in the last message, that there must be a change in the way that you think. And if all of these things are going on in your life and you can't find the will of God, it's either because you're not committed you don't know the word of God because God leads us through his words. The word of God is his map. God's map is the word of God. You know, if I have a pretty good sense of direction that somebody could tell me. Take a right here. Take a left there. Go this way. Go that way. But you know, I I can't decide where I'm going based on what I feel. Every now and then I have to Open a map, look at it, so it could tell me this is highway, this, this is route, this, this is interstate, this. Well, that's what the word of God is. It's God's map. It's the way that God leads us. He leads us through his word. And so when you look at Hebrews the fourth chapter a very powerful scripture scripture that I love that I've grown to admire and it's changed my life as as I get deeper and deeper into the word of God. When you look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 it says that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and of the marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's letting you know that the word of God is not just a book, but it's quick. That word means alive. And it's powerful. And it's sharp. It's so sharp that it can divide the soul and the spirit. Now that's powerful because a lot of us get our spirit mixed up with our soul. But the word of God is so powerful. And the sword is so sharp that it can divide between the spirit and the soul. And I want to tell you that it is tough to tell the difference between your soul and your spirit. You know, your born-again spirit is new. It is saved. It is as saved as it's going to be. Your born-again spirit is perfect. There is no flaw in it. Your born-again spirit, according to Galatians 5.22, is full of love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance. All of these things is in your born-again spirit. It has no flaws. 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new creation, a new species of being. That's what your spirit man is. That spirit is born again, but your soul isn't. And according to 1 John chapter 2 and 20, you know all things. In 1 Corinthians 2, 16, you have the mind of Christ. Your spirit knows all things. Did you get that? And I know you're saying, well, pastor, prophet, that's very hard for me to believe because sometimes my glasses are on top of my head and I can't find them. I'm always losing my keys, but I want you to know that even though you lose your keys, your Holy Ghost knows everything. The Spirit of God, your spirit on the inside of you knows absolutely everything. But your carnality which is your soul, which is your sense knowledge. That's your soul, your carnality, your sense knowledge, what you can taste, what you can feel, what you can smell, what you think. All of that is a part of your soul. That's your sense knowledge. Your spirit man has everything, but your soul doesn't. And it takes the word of God to divide your soul and your spirit. Because your feelings may be telling you one thing, your sense, your emotions, your mind may be telling you one thing, and that's in your soul. But it takes the word of God to be able to divide the difference between what you're feeling and what is in the spirit realm. Doesn't that make sense? You know, it takes the word of God for you to be able to discern. And what I'm feeling, flesh, or is what I'm feeling spiritual okay because you can be saying I'm discouraged and I want to let you know you are not discouraged your spirit man has never been discouraged because 1 John four seventeen declares as he is who is that that's talking about Jesus hearing as our love made perfect that we may be able to stand in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this present world that's 1 John four seventeen. did you hear that as he is... Jesus is never depressed so because he's never depressed your spirit man is never depressed whatever Jesus is that's what you are your spirit man has never been depressed it has never been down it has never been sad amen but it takes the word of God to be able to discern that because to your sense that doesn't make sense you know 1 Corinthians 2 14 says but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit because they are foolish unto him because they are spiritually discerned. Well, how do I know what's true in the Spirit? St John 6:63. 6, the Word of God, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That means that the word of God is spirit. And if you don't know the word of God, you will think otherwise. You will be dominated by your feelings, dominated by what you see, dominated by your emotions and what you're going through. And you got to recognize that you are a spiritual being having a natural experience. You are not a natural being having a spiritual experience. You are a new creature, a new creation in Christ. The devil hates it because you are are spiritual and if you are spiritual the only way you're going to find out who you are is you got to look through that word of God and it takes the word of God to help you discern between your soul and your spirit you know second Peter chapter one verse one Peter was having a conversation with the church and he told them that they had like faith they had the same identical faith that he had. Now, here is Peter, who's the pastor, telling his members that I don't have a different faith from you. I have the same faith that you have. What does that mean? That your born-again spirit has the faith of Jesus, that according to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18-19, you have the power in you to raise the dead you have to believe that. That cannot just be something that you say, I got raising the dead power. No. Right now, you have power to go into a morgue, to go to a cemetery and raise the dead. You have power to lay hands on the sick. You have power to cast out devils. You have power to do the miraculous. You have power to call those things Romans four seventeen, which be not as though they were. You have the power to go in any situation and excel in anything because of the Spirit of God that is in you. You don't have little faith. If you look at all of those teachings on oh ye of little faith, all of that is Old Covenant teaching. We have the faith of of Christ. Paul said in Galatians, the life that I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I have the faith of Christ resident on the inside of me. Romans chapter 12 verse 3 declares that God is given unto every man not a measure, but the measure. Amen. That means if you went through the soup line, everybody got the same dip of faith. Amen. And you got to get back. Well, prophet, if I have the faith, why don't I see it operating? Because Philemon chapter 1 verse 6 says that the way that your faith becomes effectual or begins to work is when you acknowledge what you already have. Not saying what you don't have, but you acknowledge. Father, I Thank you that the faith of God is resident on the inside of me. I thank you that I have the power to raise the dead, and I speak to this dead situation, and I command it to come alive. I thank you that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. And I have joy resident in my spirit. Therefore, I am not depressed. Does that make sense? You cannot ask God for it, but you have to acknowledge what you already have. So you have the faith of Christ resident on the inside of you. And I know that's very hard for some of you to understand because you are looking at your natural man and you're looking at where you are right now. But where you are does not determine what God said. And the only reason you feel that way is because you are looking in the natural. You're not discerning in the spirit. Verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Now, when you come to me and say, prophet God, when you lay hands on me for God to give me peace, my answer is no because your peace is tied to what you know Isaiah 26 and 3 I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me who is him he's the word John 1 and 1 in the beginning was the word your peace is tied to your knowledge if you don't have no no knowledge you will never have peace if you know his word, then you'll know his peace. But the only way you're going to have his peace is you got to renew your mind and believe what the word of God has said to you. Verse three, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and God. watch this through the knowledge of him that have called us. There it is again. He's given us all things that pertain unto life and God. He gave you healing. He gave you deliverance. He gave you joy. He gave you peace. He gave you breakthrough. He gave you turnaround. How did he give it to you? through knowledge but if you don't know that it's yours you won't walk in it and that's why it's very vital that you get in your word because if you don't get in your word you're going to believe everything your thinking determines your everything proverbs 23 and 7 declares as a man thinketh so is he Does that make sense? So the word of God is the knowledge of God. You've got to understand the knowledge of God. And if you don't understand the knowledge of God and understand the word of God and believe what the word of God says, you will find yourself living contrary to every promise that God has spoken over your life. It's just like being a billionaire, your mother leaving you in the wheel, but nobody ever told you that you were in the wheel. So you walk around broken, depressed, Walk around with nothing because you don't have knowledge of who you are. You got to get this. Prophet. pray for God to give me healing. You were healed in 1 Peter 2.24 over 2,000 years ago. Jesus took that. God healed your body back then. Uh, Prophet, pray for me, for me to have wisdom. You have all wisdom. You have all knowledge. Everything is already done. But the only way you're going to tap into that knowledge or that wisdom all that peace, all that healing, bless God, Is through knowledge, which means getting in that word of God, studying that word of God, finding out what is rightfully yours, because the word of God is the map that's going to lead you to where you have to go. Now, there's a plethora of other things that I talk about in this message, and you need to go ahead and call the ministry and get this message, because let me tell you something. We are living in a time now where people do not know the word of God, and because you don't know the word of God, the enemy is able to destroy you. John 8, 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. He didn't say prayer. He didn't say cast it out, cast it out of you. He said, truth. The entrance of thy word giveth light. You need to get this message, put it in your arsenal, and begin to meditate on it and let it get in your spirit. And I guarantee you, it will change your life. Of course, I'm sorry to have to end this here. But I think this is a powerful teaching, one of the most powerful teachings that I've ever done in my life. On Seeking the Will of God, call the ministry, briancarn.com, all of the information you need. Dial the number and make sure you order these messages in its entirety. It will really bless your life. Until then, more grace. Thank you for listening to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Stay tuned for next week's podcast and visit Briancarn.com for more information and to sow a seed into the ministry. To receive this message in its entirety, call 1-855-984-2276 or 1-833-522-5433. More grace. We're excited about your future.